0: Hello from the newsroom of the Financial Times in London, I'm Katie Martin. The chief executive of Volvo Cars has warned that the premature launch of self-driving cars could erode trust among the public and regulators and effectively kill off the technology. Tom Braithwaite spoke to Peter Campbell, our motor industry correspondent, about Volvo's warning. We have a responsibility, otherwise you're going to kill a technology that might be the best life saver in, in the history of the car, and it has to be introduced with
1: care. That was Volvo's chief executive, Hawkins Samuelson. Peter, he made these remarks in an interview he gave you in Gothenburg. Is he the first motor industry executive to issue such a warning, and what motivated the remarks?
2: Well, he's certainly not one of the first motor industry executives to warn about the dangers of self-driving cars being introduced too quickly. It's certainly one of the clearest warnings. The reason everyone is developing this technology ultimately is to try and save lives. More than a million people annually are killed in road accidents around the world, and human error is responsible for more than 90% of those. So the idea is if you could remove the human error from driving, then you'll save an awful lot of lives.
1: Is he thinking of anyone in particular when he talks about car makers going too fast?
2: So he was at great pains not to name any other companies. But his comments do obviously point towards companies such as Tesla that have released their systems quite early in their development. And also they called it Autopilot, this system that drives itself on the highway. And this has led several of its users to use it incorrectly, taking their hands off the wheel, in some cases even watching films or reading books while the car operates And there have actually been several instances where these cars have crashed and people have been killed as a result of this.
0: A system needs to be safer than it's perceived. That's really what is important because you have to be very careful about this over-reliance. I mean, if you have a system which gives the impression that this is an automated car and it is not, it cannot recognise everything and then something happens, I mean... That is something that I think we will be very careful in going into. Humans are human, so if they see that this car, Mm -hmm. oh, it works here, I can really sit back here and relax, then we have to secure it is safe.
2: So this is the kind of instance that I think he was referring to where if this technology is on the road too soon and it is involved in fatal accidents, then everyone else will be spooked by it. No consumers will ever want to get in the cars Regulators will avoid allowing them on the roads and the end result will be that we never actually get this technology to market where it is desperately needed to try and reduce road accidents.
1: But I think one of the deaths we've seen was an Uber self-driving car which was actually manufactured by Volvo striking a pedestrian. How does he explain that? How does Volvo explain that?
2: Yes, that's correct. So Volvo has a deal with Uber to sell them cars to be used in their self-driving pilot trials and eventually in their self-driving fleets. Now the Uber in question was run by Uber and in fact it subsequently turned out that Uber had turned off many of Volvo's pre-programmed safety features on the car that would have likely prevented it hitting the pedestrian in order to install its own systems which evidently didn't. So that was last year and Uber has since then scaled back some of their self-driving testing. But you know I think that exactly demonstrates his point that there are dangers of putting systems on the road when they're not quite ready yet.
1: Is there any sense in which Volvo is behind other companies that might motivate some of these comments? I'm thinking notably of Google, which seems to be, as far as we can tell, doing better at replacing human beings than other companies.
2: Waymo, Google's self-driving unit, is considered certainly by most people in the industry to be far ahead of everyone else developing this technology. The problem is it's very difficult to tell actually how far ahead they are. There's very limited data on this. There's some data out of California of how infrequently a human has to take control of the wheel of one of these vehicles. And Waymo do have at least a couple of pilot programs with real people having regular rides around in Phoenix. But it's very difficult to tell really how close this technology is to being deployable at scale and in lots of different places. General Motors certainly has talked about trying to get its cruise vehicles operational for the public service by at least the end of last year, and and that didn't happen. And there's certainly across the industry been a significant cooling about how seriously people think this technology can come to market soon. Now, Volvo is doing some of its own work in-house to develop self-driving technology. It's clearly not one of the front runners. Although it does have a deal with Uber to sell them cars they will use for self-driving in the future. But I think Volvo's comments are probably really pushed by the company's heritage of safety. Now, Volvo has always been known for being a pioneer in safety. They were the first company to introduce mandatory three-point seatbelts 60 years ago. And in fact, they've made some recent announcements about safety so uh, one of Mr. Samuelson's points in this whole interview was actually we think often of self-driving technology as a race. And that's exactly the wrong way to think about it. It's not about who gets to the finish line first. It's about, you know, when we do eventually get to the finish line, it's important that the technology works and that nobody tries to get to the finish line early and in doing so scuppers the race for everybody else.
1: My Volvo put its brakes on itself at the weekend when I was driving.
2: They do that. They've got automatic emergency braking, which actually is going to be mandatory across all new cars in Europe in a few years' time. I found it slightly uh, unnerving. EU, safety rules. It is slightly unnerving. Obviously, they try and avoid what's called false positives, where it's accidentally triggered. But the idea is with this system, which it detects something in front of the car and it slams the brakes on, will actually reduce significantly the number of road accidents there are, because even if it can't stop the car in time, it'll significantly slow it before it hits something. But yes, the industry is still certainly grappling with the issue of false positives.
1: So you saw him to discuss a range of new safety technology, I suppose, somewhere between those auto braking and I suppose the seatbelt going back further, bridging that gap between those and self-driving tech in the future. So what are the things it's going to start installing?
2: Volvo thinks they can tackle road deaths today rather than waiting for the years or decades it'll take for full self-driving technology to come. They think there are three main causes of accidents today speed and intoxication and distraction by which they primarily mean the rise of people using smartphones while driving now they're going to install cameras in volvos in future that face the driver that will monitor their eye movements and if a driver looks away from the road too long is looking down at their phone or if their reactions are very slow and they appear to be drunk the car will first of all alert them to pay attention and then possibly someone from Volvo will call them through the car itself and ask if they're okay. And then, if they don't respond to any of those, then the car will actually slow down and pull over to the side of the road and stop. And actually, there was lots of talk as well about possibly using GPS technologies in the car to reduce its speed around places like schools as well. So Volvo thinks these technologies, which exist today, which can be rolled out reasonably soon in the next few years, will actually make a significant dent in road accidents today rather than waiting for full self-driving technology in decades.
1: Does he worry about a backlash from consumers who don't want their cars to take control?
2: He's very aware of all the parallels with Big Brother here. But actually, Volvo, when they introduced their seatbelts 60 years ago, they said they had a lot of similar objections of people saying, I don't want to be told by a nanny organisation to strap myself into my car. I actually think it's safer not to have my seatbelt on so I can jump out in the event of an accident, which obviously we look back at and we laugh. But they think even if people think this is a bit big brotherish, they really don't mind. They really don't care, because if this saves several lives, and particularly if other players in the industry take it on and install similar technology in their vehicles. If this leads ultimately to people's lives being saved on the road and uh, fall in pedestrian casualties, then it'll have been worth it. That's his argument.
0: All of these things are, where do you draw? How much of a nanny are you? But I mean, we are rather convinced that saying that, no, no, you are totally responsible. That is not correct because it's not just your life. I mean, for intoxication, it's very obvious it's not just your life. You will put other people in jeopardy, so...
2: And he even thinks in the future the technology could be expanded, that the car could tell if it's freezing cold or if the road is icy and the car could actually slow itself down using similar technology here.
0: That is the next generation of cars. I mean, if you have a computer and you have a camera and I mean, then you can just start programming smart speed sensors. You have GPS, you can do geofencing, but you can also so OK, now this road is 8 metres wide and it's rather curvy. Now it's freezing and it's dark and uh, mm-hmm, it's snowing. I mean, you could have very good algorithm calculating then probably you should not be able to drive faster than 75 on yes. this road which would be even better than speed yeah. signs, of course because speed signs today is not smart enough
2: so all of this connected technology is getting put in the cars anyway it's just a question of how companies use it and this is certainly volvo's answer to that
0: that was tom braithwaite talking to peter campbell our motor industry correspondent Thanks for listening. Remember if you're not already a subscriber and would like to discover more FT content, you can find our latest subscription offers at ft.com/offer. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.